Eliezer House. Welcome to this episode 168. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. What's up, everybody? And this is Bobby. Because I'm free, free falling. Huh. Isn't that what's happening right now? God damn it. <laughs> I mean, we went from second to fifth and we kind of. If, Bobby, if you've listened to previous episodes of LA is Our House. No, I don't listen. Um, I don't follow that shit. <laughs> this is true. Uh, we, get our, we, have, we can't even get ourselves to get our numbers up. <laughs> as, as, you, as, you might, as you might remember, Domi Barrias came on the show and we all talked about how I was the there, Galaxy I didn't have to listen. may not make the playoffs this year. Uh, suddenly we fall to fifth place and we're... I mean, free you know, it de- falling. Yeah, it depends on who you ask, though, man. Because some people have us playing well, but not quite unlocking everything. And I, I you know, sure, okay. Um, I, I don't think that we've been playing badly, oh, but when you talk about having, you know, being the aggressors and 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 dropping games and and you know, not even being able to scrape a freaking tie, um, that yeah. Mm, that's yeah, what it I mean that been. speaks for itself, right? Uh, the other podcasts have talked about it. We have we have the second most wins in the entire league, but we also have the second most losses in the entire league. So we should we're both good and bad. We love records. It's literally a tale <laughs> of two halves. I mean that's been the theme of the year all year, but that's yeah. all about to change. That's all about to change, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> okay, oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Because that because that. Final piece that has been missing this whole time got well, shipped to DC United. Got shipped to DC United. <laughs> yeah, so baby. It, oh, I feel bad. A, a Big papaya. <laughs> Big papaya, man. Oh, man. So, guys, listen. If you guys are listening to this and trying to get news from us, you're barking up the wrong tree. We appreciate it, but barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> We're assuming that you guys all have seen. The goings on of the galaxy. Some people. Emma Boateng has been this. You're right. Some people don't. Uh, Emma Boateng has been um, traded to DC United for undisclosed amount. Um, We traded Tam for Gam. Uh, Sorry to see Gam go, but you know, happy to happy to or sorry to see Tam go. Happy to get some Gam in in the back in the house to you know get some some of those crosses into Zlatan. This is sounding very Um, diseasy for some reason. I mean. (laughs) <laughs> and Christian Pavon is in Los Angeles. <sighs> he, has, he hasn't been announced yet. Uh, That's because he's not official yet. Yeah. He's not official yet. He's not. Uh, as of right now, it's not official. Of, but usually, right historically, now, when you see a player dilly dallying around the city, that is rumored holding up, to be holding up teeny yeah. tiny little kid size uh, galaxy jerseys. You know, usually if you follow that kind of momentum, it, it means something. Hopefully. I don't right. know, man. I don't know, man. Clint Dempsey to Liverpool. What if. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> what, what if he's just here to see Disneyland? <laughs> that does I happen, mean, but I mean, it does. timing it schedule, does. I don't think. He's like, I'm not playing a book. I might as well go on vacation. (laughs) I'll go hang out in Manhattan Beach. No. So, officially, Christian Pohan has not been signed with the Galaxy just yet, but it's bound to happen. He is in L.A. He arrived a couple days ago, 
at LAX. And the Galaxy are currently in the process of making room for him because they need to be roster compliant with the salary cap. Uh, they have no international spots. They need uh, a lot more GAM or TAM or I don't know what the hell else they they really need, which is why you saw Emma Boateng Some people uh, shipped off to DC United. Now, if all this is already taking place, it basically means that you got to get this done first before you can make it legal, I guess, because the other way around would be, uh, no, you fucked up. You know, this isn't one of those things where you had four DPs, but you have about a week to figure it out. So they need to figure it out now. So they need an international spot. I have to assume that they're going to ship Triori down to Galaxy 2. And that's the easy spot there. And they're going to need to get rid of some players to get some more TAM or GAM, whatever it is that they need, because I don't understand that. And Emma Bolotank is officially the first casualty in what could be at least one or two more. So let's start with that. How do we feel about Emma Bolotank going to DC United? Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> look at um, look at I like Boateng. I think he was a, a very good player for what he did. He never grew beyond those points, which was frustrating to fans yeah. that expected more of him. So it's time to go. It's cool. Like I just want to see him flourish in another team. That'd be dope. Just don't do it on us, because I'll get mad. Uh but other than that, you know <laughs> it's, gonna like, happen. it's 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 <laughs> other than that, it's chill. Later, dude. David? Um, yeah, it's, I mean, look, we all, we all have said, we said in the offseason, we probably should have offloaded um, Boba Tang because maybe he had a little bit of value. And then he started this year and we kind of saw what his limitations were or the, the sort of, um, the, how do I, how do I want to say that? Like his wall, what we yeah, his wall was exposed. His ceiling, you know, we were like, yep, that's where we thought his ceiling he was. He can't even and reach the ceiling, it. David. So use the wall. <laughs> He's listed at five six. <laughs> He's a very tall five six. Oh my god, he is five six. I'm five six. <laughs> I stood he, next to him. That's no, that's what he's listening. No. That's what he's listening at. No. There's no way he's five no. six. He's. I think they got it wrong. He's five. He's five feet, point six inches. <laughs> but but look, that's irrelevant, right? His height is irrelevant. He's not with the team anymore, unfortunately. Look, uh, I think from from a, a fan perspective, you look at the guy. He he was kind of a fan favorite last year. Um, he was a little bit more frustrating this year because, like like I said, we saw his limitations. I think that a, the change of scenery is going to do him good. I think that going to DC, he was. I, I, and we talked about how like there's like a few players on this Galaxy team where they're probably if they get moved to somewhere else, some of the lower um, market teams like DC United, um, they would do well. Just like Giassi when he went to Columbus, he started doing a lot better. Um, I think the same thing is going to be with Boateng. So I'm I'm glad that we got him for a while. I'm glad that we got uh, as much as we could out of him, and I hope he does well going forward. Um, with that said, I, I don't know if I don't know if any more player moves are needed to get this Pavone deal done. I think 
with the uh, trade of uh, Ima Boateng and the trade of Gam for Tam or Tam for Gam, whatever it is that we ended up doing, um, I think that's going to be enough to get this across the line. Uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure uh, what, how much and, more money and, that we need I'm happy. in order to, to sign Pavon. I'm happy because there were other names being floated. There were uh, I saw Chris Pontius was being shopped around. Um, I saw that uh, Sebastian Legette was possibly going to get shipped out. I saw uh, there was another player, uh, Dave Romney. We we all expected that he was probably going to get um, sent to New England, and that could still happen. Um, I think that Dan Starez getting left out of the lineup against Atlanta was kind of a a big question mark like why you know why is he getting left out is he on the trading block and they're afraid of him getting hurt or are they trying to showcase romney to try and get the most uh money out of him when the time comes yeah for me i feel that when you're looking at the names that were out there on the the selling blog for me so what i feel about the 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 bow tank trade is i hope he succeeds as well Maybe not this week, but the following week. But uh, I feel that this was something that was yeah, kind of inevitable. I, I I really disliked disliking the guy, and that didn't come until this season. And yep. after after I had mentioned it, all of a sudden everyone kind of followed suit. So I know it wasn't just me. I think Ooh, everyone kind of just reached their no, no, no. <laughs> I think everyone just pretty much reached their their pretty much their boiling point when it comes to Emma and how what, what David said. Like you saw that what, what his limitations were. He wasn't going to grow anymore. He wasn't going to be productive. And uh, I think this was probably the best move. If you're looking at the other names that David just threw around, what you're really seeing are players that are expendable. Romney is not playing at all under Skeleto. He, he's preferring Shelvick. He's prefer, preferring other players above Romney, who sometimes we we even joked around that, you know, what what did Romney do to Skeleto or what did he say about his mother for him to be just be riding the bench after getting a raise and having a pretty good season last season. So to get rid of Romney would kind of hurt, but there's not really any point in keeping him on the roster if he's not going to get any playing time. Chris Pontius is probably your utility man where you can put him anywhere in that front five, front six. He's a veteran presence. It would hurt, but again, I think it's expendable. And finally, Leggett is, again, kind of in the same boat there where Legit never really took that next step, whether because it was injury or or form or bad luck, whatever it was. He never was able to get to the next level in his career, in his play. He's suffering in the current system. If we're playing Zlatan ball, we talked about it could be his confidence that has been shaken. That Zlatan just kind of messed up his mojo there, uh, combined with the with the injury. So he's not really thriving here and i know that that's a fan favorite but again he's probably your biggest trade bait you're probably going to get the most money out of him and he's the one that probably makes the most headlines he's a guy that 
if it wasn't for injury, would probably would have been featured in the Gold Cup for the U.S. men's national team. Totally. So, so I, I think that's where the Galaxy the, tries to keep them, though. I, I think that's part of the reason, but I, I feel that at least right now in this system, he's not fitting. He's not being productive. So it might be not a bad move to try to get something out of him right now. That being said, when you're looking at the players that we're trying to get rid of or that may end up going somewhere else that are expendable. They are, but at the same time, there's, there's two tails here. Number one, you're doing a lot of movement to get one player. And we talked about this last week that Pavon is basically the key to Scalotto's success. He is literally going all in on this player. They, the Galaxy have done everything that they could to make sure that he is in a Galaxy uniform this season. They didn't even wait for the winter transfer window when he probably would not have played at Boca and his value would have went down. Where he said, look, we're kind of free-rolling this season. Let's just wait to the winter transfer window, get him for much cheaper, and sign him for next season where we can make a run for the Cup. This is now our team. We're going to have money. We're going to have DP slots. We're, gonna, we, we're able to do so much next season that wasn't the case they're going after it this season as to make a move which is extremely ambitious but it really says that they're making a play for the cup this season but in doing so you're getting rid of maybe guys that aren't making a big difference but you're getting rid of a lot of depth because who are you going to bring off the bench if Boateng if Legette if Pontius ends up going somewhere you just lost three players. Well, but that we did easily fill in. Well, not but we yet, didn't. Not officially. <laughs> not, but but it's not over yet. That's the thing. And and the I'm not even sure if the Orlando deal for the uh, the the Tamper Gam deal is actually official. I think that that's still a rumor. There's also rumors that Chris Pontius and or Legit maybe even headed to New England, which makes sense since that's Bruce Arena's boy. So. Yeah. That rumor is still flying around that, that there could be some deal before uh, for either Pontius or Legette to, to go to New England for some cash. So I wouldn't put that off the table either. So the fact that you're getting rid of your depth and you're making a, a run for the cup, you kind of need depth going forward. I mean, you're kind of in the middle of the regular season, so the depth should be playing a factor right now. And you've always been thin because of the injuries. The fact that you're kind of getting rid of that yeah, you might be preparing for the future where maybe a Pontius or Bolotang wasn't going to be part of the, the, the future plans, and Pavon always was. But based on the way they aggressively went after Pavon, it makes me believe that they're playing for the now and the future. So, I don't know. I'm getting kind of mixed. Mixed, uh, not results, but I, I'm getting uh, mixed signals here. From the galaxy. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Bobby? Uh, look, man, I don't know. I'm worried about this team. I don't feel like a, a, a new signing, a big signing, is going to be the fix-it-all for this team. Lewis has just said it, too. We're going to be thinning out our our depth, if the depth, depth that we yeah. actually have at <clears throat> the moment, um, which it hasn't really been that great either this season. Uh, yeah, but, like our depth players are are not that great anyway, so yeah. we might as well 
We might as but, well. But it's but it sucks in. to shave that off and then not have it at all. That like that's scary to me. Um, and then if you know if we don't get the results and we don't get the results from our new signing that that we expect, you know, because right now I, I mean we're look at we're expecting that signing to go through and then we're gonna be seeing like flashes in the night, you know, we're gonna be seeing like amazing plays and da da da. Like I don't see it that way. I I feel like this there's a lot yeah. more there's a lot more deep d- deep rooted issues in this team for a uh, band-aid to fix it all so i'm just i'm very hesitant and worried i don't i don't know if there's a band-aid but it's a huge gamble it's a huge gamble this is scalotto putting we talked about it last two shows this is i feel like scalotto's putting all of his eggs into the pavone basket and for a guy who hasn't been who hasn't been playing who is um you know, kind of out of form because he hasn't been playing out of favor. Maybe confidence is low. This is not, and and this is not something that um, is is a good situation for a player to to come into, right? Um, for for Scalotto and DTK to hold out on like really making this signing work for them, because I mean, look, how many times did Boca reject our offer and we said, okay, that's it, move on. Um, and yet they came back and they came back and they came back. Um, I feel like Boca kind of played with us a little bit. And for me, I feel a little irked by that. Um, but I also think that this puts a tremendous amount of pressure on uh, both Scalotto and Pavon to make things work right now. Um, right away. Since he held out. Since he held out. Right. Yeah, I, I I have to agree. I I said it. I think that the Scalotto's neck is is on the line with the signing. And let's just be honest. It's not that Scalotto may want this guy very very bad, and he might be saying to everybody, "Look, th- this is the guy that I need. This is the the key to unlocking everything." He's out of form, but he thrived under me. He'll be fine in this league. And if if you're going by by that. The, the whole he's washed up I mean, people are saying he's washed he's 23 years old and they're saying that he's washed up I think only and Boca that, fans that are mad about Libertadores right. final are saying that he's washed up I don't know anybody else saying that he's washed up well I, I know there's a couple of journalists out there that probably are saying that the price tag that Boca is wanting is way too high for that type of player maybe pre you know it would have been fine but well, not pre, anymore but pre he was valued at 40 million dollars right exactly so i think that boca might have over been been overplaying their hand either way i feel that if he's going to revitalize his career mls is the perfect place to do so and he's still young enough to make a splash here sure. and still make a splash sure. in europe which is yeah. probably the hope <clears throat> so with that being said the the details in the in the contract seem to be that it's a loan through next season. So it's 18 months. So he's got this season, he's got next season, and then there's a $20 million option to buy. Now that's pretty high for for a player. I that's think that would high. be that's super high. That would be an MLS record, I believe, if it were to uh, be picked up. But it sounds like it's not. <laughs> that's well, the thing. Well, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. So the Galaxy we know are willing to spend money. They have put, or at least Galota has put their, his, all his eggs on Babon right now. So 
let's just say, hypothetically, Pavon comes in and does well. Let's say he turns this team around this season and they get a, a pretty decent playoff run where they get to, say, the Western Conference Final and lose there. Then you got next season and you bring in reinforcements. You're not handicapped by uh, some of the salary issues and the DP slots and the international slots. And this is now completely Skeleto and DTK's team. And Pavon is still there. And he is the man. And he is the MVP. He's scoring goals. He's assisting. And they make a run at MLS Cup. Let's say they win MLS Cup next season. Now, Pavon has to be absolutely stellar for that to happen. And I'm sure the Galaxy are willing to pay the $20 million if he were to have brought him an MLS Cup. But if that were to happen, what makes you think that some European team won't come in and swoop in anyway? I think well, this is a Galaxy, dust- but, but with the loan, with, yeah, with the loan, um, yeah, Boca still owns his rights for right now, right? right? right. So I think, I think for me, I think that this is a, a something where you get him, you you see out your six months your 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 the first part of the loan um let's say at at the end of the year let's say we get to mls cup final bavon uh is stellar in in the season you as soon as the year's over you can make a new contract with that player and get in and make him uh, the dp that he wants to be and you can pay off. You can do exercise your option to buy with uh, Boca Juniors, and now you own the rights to that that player. So then, if a European club wants to come calling, they have to deal with the Galaxy. Um, the, the I think that is, I think that a European club would much rather deal with the Galaxy than they would Boca. Um, possibly. I, and so yes. I think I think if you lock if if he performs if he shows that he's gonna he's gonna hit that high again. Um, you lock them. You you exercise the 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 option to buy early, and then that way you hold the rights. And then within another year or two or eight another eighteen months, if you want to sell, if you turn around and you can sell them for thirty million, that's a win win. Boca gets their money, Bavon gets what he wants, and the Galaxy get a record. Um, transfer out of MLS. I feel that the thing with Pavon is but dude, that he dude. has to be spectacular. He has to be nothing less of guy. that. He has to nothing be what he that. has to be what uh, and I hate to compare it to this guy, but I mean let's just be honest here. He pretty much has to have a year like Vela's having right now. He has to be the guy. He has to be Vela's, absolutely Vela's not terrible. worth twenty million dollars. He's not, but he's gotta put up those numbers. He's got to be scoring every game. He's yep. got to be opening up. Uh, he has to be the man uh, on this team, especially next season. Everyone kind of knows that he's going to be defaulted to Zlatan this season. But if somehow Pavon can get that offense clicking where, look, I'm going to be able to create something. I'm going to have another so- threat in this offense because they're missing that. And it happens to be Pavon. And if he opens up space for Zlatan and those crosses – that Pavon are putting in is actually are actually getting to Zlatan, then 
so be it. But he's got to be spectacular because if he, even if he's mediocre, if he he's can't. decent, he can't. It's not twenty million dollars worth can't. of money, he can't. and he's not going anywhere else. Like a European team is probably not going to take him if they're saying, "Look, he, he's decent. He's not." If you if you if you great. don't buy him, if you don't buy Pavone, it's it's a lose lose for the Galaxy. And I honestly think I honestly believe that they're. I kind of agree with you, but in a different light. But dude, I, I but dude, that, but dude, but dude. We haven't signed him. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't be speculating on when we sell him. You know what I mean? Like we're getting way too ahead of ourselves right now. Let's 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 try and reel it back in, and let's talk about what's going on right now. So all right, nothing. So, so we, we got we got. Uh, I'm, I'm just recording this podcast. What are you doing? Shit. <laughs> Shit's happening right now, bro. I mean, I mean, we like to even score on ourselves. So I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about Atlanta? Uh, one one final thing because I think that this is one more happy moment before we get into the Atlanta game. So. Uh, the MLS transfer deadline for MLS. Oh, I said that. I, well, I was redundant on that. Um, <laughs> it ends tomorrow, as of the uh, as of this recording. That that deadline is tomorrow, Wednesday, August seventh. Now, reports are coming in. This give me about twenty happening, man. Twenty minutes ago, and it, it was on Twitter. Uh, I've seen a couple posts. Uh, uh, someone did tag us on it. To, hey, check this out. It looks like the Galaxy are trying to sell Jorgen Shelvik back to Hammersby. Well, I don't think back to Hammersby, but they're trying to sell him to Hammersby. Now, this is going to open up a hell of a lot of cast base. You're going to get rid of a waste of a signing. Most importantly, you're getting rid. It is the money. You're getting rid of a very, very expensive contract. Nobody, I imagine, would have picked up that type of contract, but. But it looks like they might have a buyer in Hammerby, and apparently they're they're confident that this can get done. Oh, I hope. Uh, and by the way, if this happens, uh, you probably would say, "Can I have Emma Bulletang back? I just got a million dollars freed up." In, <laughs> no, in Tampa. no, no, um, no. You go no. and get you. So you get somebody else. We're good. You get somebody else. We're good. Exactly. We're, we're, we're in we're in movement of change now. Let's not but, do that. But the, the thing is, is that well, I I find that interesting because it, if this does happen, it wouldn't negate that you wouldn't have to send Legit or Pontius to New England. You wouldn't, or anywhere else for that matter. You wouldn't even have to trade Orlando uh, in that Tam Gam deal because if you open up a million dollars in Tam money from from selling Jorgen Shelvik, then you're pretty much set on the Pavon, uh, on Pavon, which I'm assuming is going to be something similar to Zlatan, where they would have to buy him for $1.5 million and then kind of restructure his contract. Uh, Who if the they fuck were to is his agent? Option. I mean, how the, how the fuck did he get these numbers, man? Yeah. I, 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 either way, whatever. The, the, the whole point is, is that... He was uh, dealing with Pete Shelvick, Bayanis. Yeah. Shelvick know, was... Was uh, his contract was set to expire at the end of the season, so he would have been gone anyway. I think if you're able to sell him, obviously you're going to get something for for him instead of just having his contract run out. So obviously that's a huge plus. But I'm not really sure what else you can do, uh, especially since that transfer deadline is tomorrow. You'd have to get that sold quick and then have a player in mind if you were to, uh, to bring someone else. So. 
uh, it's gonna be see. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, initially, twenty four hours. But but I think but I think you can even still trade within the league. So even though the international transfer uh, window is closed, the roster uh, compliance is not. Or sorry, the the uh, the roster is not locked until like sometime in September. So even if you free up that million dollars, you can use that within the league um, without needing to worry about the transfer window. Okay. I, so. I, I again uh, when it comes to like the league rules here, this is something I kind of defer to Josh as I do most things anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, either way, so, I, I I wouldn't want Shelvik back around. Yeah. Lineup. Well, I mean, it, it uh, to me that's a that's a, a distant hope. Once it happens, then great, I'll be happy about it. Um, and and like Bobby said, addition by subtraction. Um, one one last. Oh, you said that. Sorry. Uh, one last thing by uh, for for the Pavon thing. Uh, what number do you think he wears? Uh, apparently, it's been confirmed that he's uh, going to be wearing the number ten. Who confirmed that? The Galaxy. He hasn't even signed yet. I, I, I'm going to go with my boys uh, from straight from the stands who actually called Pavon to the Galaxy. Ah, oh, Masatelli, Masatelli with the inside info. So, right. Uh, I'm going to have to. Yeah. Is Masa is Masa the favorite now? Fuck Angel. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I say that. I was about to fight Angel on the it's okay. show. It's okay. Angel's gonna fight me. <laughs> I was gonna the, the next kill day that someone takes, we're gonna have uh, Angel in here, or pretty much Angel would just kill you just to get on the show. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think he's. I. I mean. I think the number ten. It's it's obvious that that that's the one number that's available, um, that's prominent for a player like him. So probably goes number ten. What do you think, Bobby? You think he takes the number twenty six, uh, in honor of Landon Donovan? No, I don't. I'm not. I'm, I don't really care. Okay, perfect. <laughs> that's a perfect Bobby answer. Thank you very much. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Atlanta versus LA. We took another loss on the road, you guys. Three zero, two own goals, one penalty. You think this reflected the uh, the game itself? Well, yeah, scoreline. It, it reflected the game of what happened. I mean, it was pretty fucking <laughs> obvious that that's what we did to ourselves. Um, and if we didn't do that, I think we could have came out of that as a draw if we didn't do all that stupid shit. Nah, we don't we don't do draws, dude. <laughs> GBS doesn't do draws. <laughs> well, that's what it looked like it was going. Um, you could obviously tell we had no attack. You could obviously tell, tell there's no striker on the field. You can obvi- obviously tell that the midfield lacked any forward movement it was just it was it was what we've been talking about for a long time well yeah. i i i half agree with that and i'm no pun intended there because i don't think they look too bad in the first half to be perfectly honest i think that i if think it they was, held their own but still you didn't see they anything, held their own right but you didn't see anything anything that can actually be anything be something uh, you, you know what? I, I again, I disagree with you. Mm. If you look at the, fr- if you're looking at the first half stats, shots, shots on goal, possession, uh, I mean, all the the passes. When you're looking at all that, the Galaxy held an edge, a slight edge, if it wasn't 
even. I think the only category where they didn't hold an edge was possession. And even then, it was still pretty close together. It was only 57-43. So it was still kind of a coin flip. But it was expected that Atlanta would hold more possession. I thought it would be closer to 65-35, to be perfectly honest with you. But the Galaxy created chances. They were trying. And for a good portion of that game, especially before the own goal, it was a good back-and-forth match. It went from one end to the other. And I, for... Mm. For a minute there, I'm thinking to myself, wow, Galaxy is really going to MLS this, aren't they? Because they're playing significantly better than I thought that they would. They looked very fluid. They looked much faster mm, than they have. I didn't see that And all. And I feel that that first goal that was off, I believe, off Romney, that was unlucky. There's not really much that Romney could do there. Very, very bad ricochet that ended in the back of the net. Same thing could be said yeah. about people Gonzalez, where it was just look, it's an it's it's an accident. Obviously, he, there wasn't anything that he could do. It's two very unfortunate goals. Sure, maybe you could have prevented the crosses. I know that Shelvik gave uh, Pete uh, Martinez a hell of a lot of space, but when I look back at it, I go, well, look, he always goes to his left, so he basically dared him to go to his right. I'm giving you all the space in the world. You don't do anything with your right. So go, f- I mean, and that's exactly what happened. He actually ended up kicking in and crossing with his right foot and, and it just took an unfortunate bounce off of Romney. You take away those two own goals. This game is tied at 0-0 and with the halftime stats even, you're saying to yourself, the Galaxy can steal this. As long as they come out in the second half, I never the felt same that way. way. I never yeah, felt that I never, way. I never felt that the Galaxy could steal the game. And, and I, I know you're talking about how the, the bounces were unfortunate, but for me, that first own goal that Romney scored, that's on Bingham. I I'm gonna go as far uh, as say that two of the two of the, the goals are on Bingham. I, I don't know about I, I, I all find that. it no uh, no because look, here's here's the thing. The cross comes in. There was no one coming in for the cross. Okay. Yeah, on both ends, on Bingham, both both crosses, on, on both on own both goals. Crosses, there's nobody there. So if I'm Bingham, I'm facing the play. I'm yelling at Dave Romney, and I did not see this. I went back and I watched the replay. I did not see Bingham, you know, saying anything really. Bingham is already falling to get the harmless cross, and he would have gotten there. He should have been calling off Dave Romney. Dave Romney, I don't know if it's because he's trying to showcase himself do too much because he doesn't get much playing time so he's trying to make a big play or if he simply doesn't have that um trust in bingham there was that he goes for that ball i think that if bingham calls him off that is a nothing cross and it gets picked up by bingham and and that was that's that well david is saying i think that david is saying it right now like there was no communication in the back like they weren't talking to each other and there was a lot of mistakes um, I, for, I, I, I'm not. Well, I'm sorry. Go on, go on, on. Luis. No, 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 no. No, I interrupted you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, because I already forgot what I was going to say. Go for it. <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> good pod, guys. Good pod. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. I, okay, so I disagree with the Bingham thing for a couple reasons. Number one, it it all happened so fast that I don't think that any sort of what, communication what? would have really mattered. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm not saying. I'm not. On, I'm not on. saying where's specifically. Lewis? I'm not saying. Where's Lewis? Where's Lewis? Go ahead. I'm not. I'm not saying specifically those moments, but I'm saying throughout the entire game, that's what it seemed like to me. That there was very, there wasn't much communication between the back line and and the keeper, and I, I did never, I never saw what you saw. I what you what you said you saw about how we could have maybe sneaked this game through and taken it. That was nowhere in the vision of the game that I saw. I saw us being very lackluster. We held our own for a while, but I mean, it got very lackluster and we had nothing. There was nothing. We were saw, never going to score I, a goal. I saw chance creation and Antuna had, did have some good opportunities. And oh man, don't he, even get me started with Antuna. Like Antuna was so subpar in this game. He was, he was, he was. I mean, no, he, he was Antuna. He, yeah. He, and then, and then, and then and it, I don't know. It just emphasized it even more in this game for me with this. Cause I'm just like, dude, okay. Like, yeah, we may be getting rid of Boateng, but did we? Cause he's right there. Right. That's true. And about that for a long time. And I'm just like, and it just really frustrated me this last game. Cause there was no, no striker, no attack, no confidence, no, no, no anything. And it was just really frustrating me because I'm like, there's nothing going to happen here. And like I okay, said, so, if we didn't do yeah. those self-inflicting wounds, it could have been a good draw, but you know. Yeah. Well, and, that's kind of what I was like saying. Said, that. I think Fabio was, was creating chances. Um, for Antuna, but Antuna wasn't. You know, he's, he he's only not, showed up one time this whole fucking season since he's been here. And I just, thought he, I thought he had a decent game against Atlanta. No, I'm sorry. I thought he was, I might be hard on him, that, but it's just no, that his not, it's not just that me. his 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 balls aren't landing to the players. Uh, you know, to to Antuna's not make, creating the the opportunity for himself after you know uh, um, Alvarez is is giving him. You know, service. Well, to me, it's just that's, too bad. That's not on, that, to me, know. it's both, both, both maybe, bad. Not maybe, and 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 I think that Alvarez even had a shot that went really close, um, and and that was dangerous. But look, again, Lewis is talking about how oh the play happened too fast for for you know for anybody to to react quick enough or or for the goalie to to say something to call anything off. Maybe, but they I look mean, sloppy. Where's 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 Lewis's treading true? Like you're a professional soccer player. That is your job to be able to react quickly to those things. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Wow, what a way to fit your narrative. Because th- th- there's one thing where you're saying that the goalkeeper should be in a position, but when there's a bad ricochet where he's expecting the ball not before to... the ricochet happened lewis i'm talking about before the ricochet happens bingham the should positioning. have been calling that ball that's his ball because he's looking at the play both romney and and uh and yeah, his field of view Gonzalez is open are facing the goal but bingham has a field of view he knows what's going on okay if he's calling but... that ball off if he's calling romney off he gets that ball it's nothing when the, the when the, he when, Gonzalez on goal, maybe I'll give him that one. That's not his fault. David's kind of making me feel a little bit towards him now. Yeah. I you're kind of convincing me, David. No, because I I feel that when a goalie calls off a cross, it's usually in the air when you have time to decide I can get to that ball. He was. He was already going down to get it. They were slow. They were super slow ground just, crosses, dude. Which is like falling down toward the ball to get the ball. Because which is exactly why he couldn't get the ricochet. But so why even isn't if he calling that, Romney off? Why isn't he calling Romney off? He's doing that 
silently. He's not saying mine, 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 or let it go. He's he's letting something happen and expecting expecting the, the ball to to fall where it's supposed to be. He should be communicating that stuff to his back line. That's been the know. problem. That's been the I, problem with this back line for the entire season. And we have no back line general. We thought that was gonna be we thought that was gonna be Polenta. Uh, uh, what's his name? Polenta. Mm-hmm. It it hasn't been. He's quiet. So- he's shy. It, we, you know, we, it should be Bingham because he's the one that has the best view of the field of what's happening in front of him when guys are scrambling trying to chase Joseph Martinez and and Fiti and and whoever else is coming at them. But nobody's communicating. Nobody's I feel the back line, and then we let up, we give up stupid mistakes like that. This is the, this actually mistakes. might be the very first time when this type of own goal is being blamed on the goalie because I've never heard of that before. It's like me saying, I'm blame, I'm blaming the Colombian keeper who was uh, Oscar Cordova at the time in the 1994 World Cup because he was out ready to get the cross, but Escobar gets a foot to it, accidentally hits it in. Well, well Cordova should have fucking called him off. It's his fucking fault. That's stupid. That's basically what you're just telling me right now. No, That's basically I'm, what you're I'm, telling me. I'm You're saying, saying- that ball, but but in that okay, so in that instance, there was a there was a U.S. player running toward the ball where uh, where Escobar tries to cut cut it off. Right, right? but Cor- right? but, but Cordoba is already in, coming there's out. There's nobody there. There's nobody there from Atlanta. But Cordoba's already into that cross. My point is Don't that Cordoba's already cheating that way. About, like, Don't talk to me about a game that happened 30 years ago. I'm talking about a game. That happened this last week, and I think that this has been systematic with the Galaxy this entire year. Bingham. I, I don't disagree that communication that. has been – I don't disagree because I agree with Bobby that throughout the season, called, communication between Rami that back line has been bad. But but if you're telling me – That's a nothing cross that Bingham catches. That I, Bingham I, 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 I think you're, you're dead wrong on blaming a goalie for an own goal. Like I really do. Like I, I, I did not even, even. But Lewis, you don't cross my mind. You don't think that that, you, that you don't think that. Okay, think about it. The field because 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 David is making a case, and you're and you're and you're you're being very uh, you're 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 attacking him really like like no way. But think about this. You're 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 being him. You have a field of view where you're seeing that there are no attackers, no nothing. There's really very very little little threat, and then there's a cross. There should be some time before that cross even comes over that you kind of can communicate with your defender and tell them like, hey, we're, you, no one's behind you. You're good, blah, blah, you know, like slow it down. There should be something like that there. But it didn't happen. And it happened. It didn't happen twice on both ends. And that's that's pretty like I, I, I see like you can't blame a goalie for for like you know like an own goal of that he can has no control over but at the, in this instance he had an incredible field of view and time of outlaying what the play was going to to, to actually end up and he should have been from on the top moment, of that so Even, I'm sure David has that the game queued up from the moment that that cross was made to the moment that Romney hits it how many seconds go off and you tell me if he had all the time in the world. But it's not it's just a, seconds. It's a split it's, second, it's, but how but many but times you're have watching, we seen You're watching what's make- coming towards you. You're watching what's coming towards you throughout the field. It's not just those seconds. He had more seconds before that, knowing exactly what was coming towards him. That's the issue. And, and he should be good enough to read 
the the trends of what what's going to happen next. The ball is hit across the goal with this weight, whatever. He you have you have two players. And I'm a fan with of their backs to goal. With the, oh, sorry, not with their backs to goal. With their with facing their own goal. And you have Bingham watching, like literally watching the ball as it comes across. And instead of calling somebody off or instead of figuring, you know, positioning himself to a point where, oh, Romney might hit that. I better I better be ready for it. He he actually reacts late to the to the the kick because he wasn't expecting Romney to actually get to it. Yeah, look at these are these are criticisms in the macro level. Uh, overall, right. Overall, right. this the team was shaky as fuck to let that shit happen. And that should have never happened. I mean, it happened twice. And then we give a, a penalty. Like, that's, that is not a team that's solid. But, and again, that penalty, that, I'm, I'm going to give that one on Bingham too. Okay, it, it's people Gonzalez who got called for the penalty. How, do you, how no, are you blaming Bingham no, for that? No, because on the initial shot, Bingham should have caught that ball. He 1,000% should have caught that ball. I don't know. I got to see that one again. And then the ricochet does not come out to, to um, who was it, Martinez that that got taken down? Or, uh, no, I don't it, was, it, was. it might have been Gressel. I don't remember. But mm, I I can see more of a case for that than the, than the own goal. But I, I, I just, I never once during any of those goals say this is all on Bingham. No, I don't I, 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 I don't feel it's all I, I, I on Bingham, no. But I'm just saying, like, at a macro level of criticism, yeah, okay, I'll get on top of David's argument. But overall, it's not just, it's it's definitely not just Bingham. Again, I was saying it. The team was shaky enti- the entire time, and they, 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 they're self-inflicted wounds. We lost the game for our, on our own. Right, Atlanta right. didn't beat us. We we I, we beat ourselves. Well, if well, I mean, if that's the case, and th- there is a point to that when you're saying to yourself, well, look at the, goal, the goals that were scored, then you really can't tell me that you were. If we beat ourselves to the point where Atlanta didn't beat us, doesn't that by definition mean that we could have stolen this game at some point? No, because I don't think there was any no. any moments of attack. There was never any mo- there was never any moments of flourish. There was never any of that. We could have, like I said, and I'll stand by it, this could have been as easily, well, not easily, the best thing we could have gotten was a draw in this game throughout. I, I, I feel that in the second half, uh, if we're still talking about a tale of two halves, I feel that the first half was competitive enough for the Galaxy to say, okay, I, I feel that we can get something, we get a little lucky, luck comes on our side, we get a goal in, we can switch momentum. We needed too much second luck. Half, we needed too much luck second, in the first half. Second half... <laughs> completely different story because yeah. the second half i completely agree with you our our will our determination everything went flat in the second half i don't even remember them taking a shot on goal or creating any sort of significant chance for me to say we're still in this game i am saying that we were kind of holding our own and then there were times where bingham really kind of saved our ass where it could have been a, a, a bigger score line but the second half, there was no fight in this team, at least especially on the offensive end. I don't agree with that in the first half. I think the stats will tell you otherwise. Well, I'm watching, that we actually I was, I'm, I'm just I'm just rewatching the highlights right now of the first half, and it's literally just Atlanta attacking us, and then the post saved us twice. 
Um, I feel like the post saved us more than Bingham this game. Uh, it, it, if you rewatch this, it, that's not what that's not what I'm seeing. Um, and then, like you said, second half we even got worse. Uh, but the first half we weren't, dude. We were never there, dude. We were we we held our own to play well enough to not get slaughtered, even though the post saved us twice. But there was never anything there, Lewis. There was never anything there. There was no threat. I don't – okay, I'll answer this because we were talking about Antuna. So with Antuna, he got himself in a couple of dangerous spots in the first half. And I, I think there were times where the ball didn't get to him where it needed to be. There are other times where just Robinson just kind of owned him that entire first half. And let me say this. I think Antuna either flops too much or that guy needs to hit the weight room. Because he seems to go down pretty. Oh damn my easily. god! You just brought up my my criticism of that game. I didn't I didn't remember, but at that moment, yeah, he needs to muscle up. He needs to muscle yeah. up. He he can't be he that weak. He needs to muscle up. He can't be that weak. He, or he needs yeah. to be way faster. I mean, or he needs to be way faster player. to control that ball. Or muscle up. Like those are the that's only two the options. That's the player that that's the player that that Skeletal likes though, right? The little the little scrawny guys. I mean, look at the players that nah, we've signed he can, since he's well, been. He needs to keep, since he's, he's been. He in, needs in to open the, up his in, eyes in the league. And, like that's not the league. Yeah, like I was gonna say, like that's not the league that 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 can get, you can get away with a bunch of guys like that because you've got yep. Araujo, who's who's he's a small guy, but he's he he's got a little bit of power on him. Um, you've got Fabio, who's a small skinny guy. You have Antuna, a small skinny guy. Um, you bring in Corona, small skinny guy. You know, like all these guys are kind of, like that's kind of the mold that that he's um, what he's looking for. You know, and that's cool, is, and that's fine. Very, that's like, and that's and either. that's fine if you have control and you're super fucking fast. But if you're not, right. your ass is gonna get in the on the grass. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Bingham, who was too fucking slow to get his ass on the grass. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> I'm bringing it back just to pull Lewis now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, but like, that's what we get with, with Antuna. Who's the better option? There's no better option there. There isn't, there isn't. That's what gets me so upset. Like, that's that, the that, thing. That, like, that, that is what you have. And, and, but I also, and even bringing I, in a guy like Christian Bavon, like he's not that big. No. You know? When you're looking at what, it, when you're looking at the, what would you said, the players that they're bringing in that this, this mold, what extreme. they're really looking for is, is technical ability and speed, which seems to be what a four, three, three kind of is. You're basically playing extremely offensive and you're pretty much bombarding the other end with everyone running at you. Can't do that with Zlatan. And you're kind of seeing it. You're kind of seeing it. At least, again, I, I know it's uh, it's something different from what Bobby saw, but I kind of mm-hmm. felt that you saw a little bit <laughs> of that in the first half. Again, they tailed off, and we, we can talk about the inconsistency of this team from one half to the next, or from one game to the next, or literally from one minute to the next. But I think for a, a good while, you saw what they were capable of, of moving forward, and you saw some of the speedsters going yeah. up. So. Yeah, but they have I to put it together. Nah. They have to, nah. put, it they have to like, put it that's together. That's a big thing. Nah. 
but you don't see them running like that. <laughs> you don't. I, I just don't think you see them running like that with Zlatan. Look at the like, there's no. I think the only time that you ever saw that was against LAFC. Sure, they play. They have to play differently without him because because that's not right. their strength when he's when he's on the field. When he's on the field, their strength is something different. It's him. But even so, they have to they, play. They have I to play like a little bit differently. I feel like if we played way better on Zlatan less games, like I don't know, we've had only like three or four or something, but. In other games, we played much better without him. This game, more energy. This for sure. game, the, the focus was isn't flat. just that one. We just again, we just put, we just yeah, go for it, Lewis. Um, yeah, just just it. We were flat. It, it was it wasn't good. It wasn't good to me. This wasn't a good game for us. I mean, we like for a while again, we held our own. We did fine. We were in, we we got lucky, but I was thinking we were gonna get out of here with the draw. But no, 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 no. This game is. I mean, this 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 team. When they falter, they really just give up. And it's just, it's frustrating for me. There is a mental toughness that seems to be lacking from this Galaxy team. And it's something that we've seen. We saw them unravel against Portland. We saw them unravel against San Jose. There is no fight. And the, the fact that there are no draws where they can crawl back and being down a goal or two, it's... It is. That's where the the worry is. Is that there is no fight. It's either I'm winning and we're and everything is fine and coming up roses, or we're losing and I'm just gonna give up. Yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just very, very, very frustrating to uh, to witness. And apparently, Pavon is supposed to change all that. And and this is where <laughs> this is this where, is where I kind of feel that. <laughs> yeah, th- this is where I feel that the investment not so much the money but the the time that you're putting into this particular player sure he can be good sure he can give you another attacking option sure he can probably get the ball to Zlatan where he wants it and the offense could be clicking but does Pavon really fix the inconsistency of the team from one half to the next like not even close does he fix the I mean, he, I guess he could fix the morale if so you're winning this, games. So what this team, no, but what this team truly needs is for a leader to right. make him, for him, for him to step up. And for me, Jonathan Dos Santos, I felt like took a big step toward being a leader after this game. He went on, he went on, on uh, the post game and he put, he, you know, he kind of put the blame on his cell, on themselves and. They took the responsibility. He said that there were things that they were doing that are just basic things that you learn as a kid that they that they weren't um, they weren't executing, yeah, and that's basics. a big problem. <laughs> yeah, basic basic things, and so I think that kind of calls his teammates out a little bit. But he's putting himself in that sort of position to be like to to be the one to call everybody out. You know, well, he's the, he's going to be the one that that's going to. Um, try and bring the team together and i think that's what we've been lacking like we've been we've talked about it we we're lacking a leader and we don't have that pavon's not going to be that um you know uh, the addition by subtraction is not going to do that um but somebody needs to step up i i I think if it's jonathan great well i mean i wouldn't give him a trophy for those comments because that's kind of who he is. Um, he's always been that way, and he's always kind of made those kind of comments anyways. If I mean, on a bad game. I mean, he doesn't really speak to the press as, as often as others, but 
um, you know, that's just who he is. Uh, I don't think I, I do agree with David about that. There, I really don't think there's going to be a leader, like a real true leader, a true captain in the eyes of what we believe a captain should be this season at all. Um, it's always going to be, the band is always going to be on Zlatan, but I really don't feel like any specific player is going to be that type of person. Yeah, you can go with your favorite player and be like, yeah, it's Jonah Dos Santos. And I'm like, no, not really. And if even if you look at Zlatan, it's like, no, not really either. There's not going to be any person this season that's going to be that captain that we envision and that we've, expect them to be one of the things that the, the galaxy need to do for next season when you're signing the players and they're going to be making several i'm assuming big moves next season because they're able to do it they're gonna have to find that leader because i'm assuming that zlatan will be gone so the captain's armband is going to be up for grabs so you're probably hoping to sign that vocal leader or the guy that can bring the team together if it were yeah me, i don't think he's right here now yet, a lot of people yeah he's not he's here not yet here. exactly exactly my point that's what i'm saying the galaxy in searching for that big player to, to fit the system they also need to find that that leader if if it were up to me right now i know everyone said oh it should have been jonah yeah and i understand why he would be over zatan but as we said he's not that vocal player that's going to be able to do that i think right now the closest that you're going to get is probably Gonzalez. And I'm not sure if he would be. Yeah. Wow. Because I mean, usually when I think of captains, usually when I think of captains, if it's not like a big name, like Zlatan or, or someone that, that just kind of like defaults to it because he has that personality or because, you know, like a Beckham where he just kind of comes in and yeah, he has a captain's R band because he's David Beckham and, Whatnot. I feel that usually defenders tend to be the better captains just because they're probably by nature, for the most part, because again, there's always exceptions to the rules, but by nature, they're always the fiercest since their job is to literally. Yeah, defend. but I don't see Gonzalez being have, that. And I also feel that they have the, with the exception of Bingham, they have the best view of the entire field. So, that pretty much is the general right there. Now, as far as Gonzalez, maybe not this season, but I feel that he can grow into it. I think he season. needs to change his personality for rapidly if you if you want that because he's not he doesn't seem that outspoken that that type of player that speaks up before anyone else does. He doesn't he doesn't look like that kind of player at the moment. So I think his personality because he's a new because he's switch. a new kid on the block. No, of course, but I just yeah, need but to remember see when remember, remember when, when Van Damme or Van Damme. Yeah, you know, like oh, they just well, immediately, you know, they immediately took over yeah, that locker room. Point. That's a good point. That's a good point. So that's what I'm saying. He can be, you know what? But a, his, a guy who he, he somebody, needs somebody who's a strong leader, right? Somebody who's a strong leader isn't gonna isn't gonna be like, oh, I'm just gonna stay quiet for now because you know I'm new still, and then all of a sudden change. They're gonna come in with that fire. They're gonna come in. and start commanding that leadership. There's no doubt you can grow into that, but I just don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I, yeah, that, I don't. That, I don't see it either. I don't see, see it with point, Gonzalez. That's a point that I can. I can get behind because that. I that, that to me that actually doesn't make sense. Yeah. That that really does. So I can get behind that. Uh, a lot of people are saying uh, Pavon has and has the potential to be Geo 2.0. Oh God, hell no! That. Please no! Oh my God! I, I don't think anybody <laughs> has the potential to be Geo 2.0. 
Um, yeah. I wouldn't put past the MLS. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if, if Pavon is a bust, he's going to be compared to Gio. I don't think I think I don't any, I think any bus that we have you ha- is gonna you have to be G- draw geo comparison. You have to be, that's true, but you have to be a which is why he's very susceptible to but it. But you have to be a very bad player for us to feel that way because you also have to be a player that doesn't hold on. You also have to be a player that doesn't care about the games. You have to be a yeah. player that doesn't ever show up. You have to be a player that doesn't ever speak up for the team. You have to be a player that's like hiding in the shadows consistently. Like I don't think Pavone is going to be that way. I mean, he doesn't have to be the star. He doesn't have to be, you know, uh speaking for the team all the time, but like I don't I don't see him basking in at the beach collecting his cash while doing nothing a la Gio. Right. Being being injured all the time. I don't I don't see that happening either. And and remember like when Gio first came in, like he performed. He had he had numbers. Um he had good numbers. Uh, you know though, but they weren't the greatest of plays, man. There were penalties and just uh, look at Yeah yeah I, I, yeah but he I still hate, got I hate hearing he still the, got the numbers. I, yeah but I hate hearing but, that because it's not it's not reflective on, of what still, it was true. But he still got the numbers and then in the next year those same like nothing crappy plays and penalties, he wasn't converting, he wasn't yeah, finishing, yeah, he wasn't yeah. putting himself well, because, in those positions. So like harder, even that, things got a lot harder you know for I mean? him. I mean, he had a um, he had a way better team prior to that year. So like that's the thing. Like he barely. Mm. It's Stevie G on his team. Okay, look, yes, but <laughs> the rest, the rest was Actually, fine. Okay, so so uh, let, let's let's finish out the Atlanta game because there there are Twitter questions. Um, that got sent to us, and and there's actually one topic that I'm going to steal from, uh, from the our friends over at Straight from the Stands. Um, a question got posted to them, and I, I actually want to. I'm curious about what you guys think because I want to give my two cents on this. Um, but let's uh, let's finish out the Atlanta game. So uh, what I saw a lot happen, and and again, this goes back to leadership. This goes back to. Um, the ability for your goalkeeper and the defense to sort of communicate certain things to you. Um, I saw a lot of, I, I felt like the mistakes that created the own goals were, were because of um, giveaways or losses of possession in bad spots, like in our own half. Um, what I saw a lot happening too is poor clearances. Like whenever the galaxy try to clear the ball, it tended to not go very far or it tended to go directly to an Atlanta player who then dumped the ball back into the area um, for a quick counter. So I, I, you know, this is a problem. They need to work on these things. It's August. Like this stuff should have been figured out by now. Um, yeah, I, I have to agree. I think if you haven't figured out the problem yet in August, you're, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. You're not yeah. trending in the right direction right now where, where you're supposed to be hitting your stride the galaxy are doing anything but I, I, i'm not gonna say that they're quite free falling it just seems that way because everyone is so close together in the western conference but i also feel that they're just way too inconsistent to be making a legitimate playoff push right now especially with the difficulty in the schedule that is coming up and I, i've mentioned this the past two weeks that you you're gonna have to keep an eye on this yeah it, right. it, it's something that is going to be looming over us where look when is there going to be a okay we can win this game you probably got one two games at best where you can say all right these should be victories everything else is going to be extraordinarily tough even the game against dc united not a good team 
but you got to go across the country. You're not playing well yourself. Right. You I think, should I be think winning the Galaxy, this game. I think the Galaxy are chartering back. Um, after the game, I, I don't think that they're. I, I don't think they're flying commercial. I think they're going out to DC commercial, but I think they're coming back uh, charter um, because they have a game all, on the weekend as well. Right. right. Or, um, or on sorry on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, either way, I, I think for for me the for for me, I think Pavon better be the real deal. I, I think he has he to. Has to uh, be. I, That's I think the thing. He has to be. There's no other option. Uh, yeah. I think uh, that's kind of that's kind of where think, they painted themselves. And there's yeah, no other option. Exactly, and I think that the pressure that they're putting on this guy inadvertently is a little unfair for him to be that type of savior. And I think he's going to be scrutinized again, probably unfairly, with all the drama that happened during the Pavon watch, with everything that all the back and forth, and what ended up actually materializing to compared to what we may have to give up in order to put him on the roster if he is not the player that we all expect him to be he he is going to be he is going to be under that microscope i think very unfairly and i think that kind of falls on the hands of Skeloto, who and and honestly i think DTK as well I, I i think that this may may very well depending on what transpires in the next season and a half obviously Skeloto's job may be on the line next season if it doesn't work out. I don't think so. And I, I, I kind of feel that DTK might even be also like, wait a minute, you kind of approved all this. It didn't work out. And what's going on this season? Uh, I, I think it's, uh, like I said, I, there's a lot of investment on this player to succeed from for many, for, for the coach, for the general manager, for the team, and for, other, uh, for Zlatan. Uh, a little unfair, but uh, it, it is what it is. This is the this is the uh, the mess that they've kind of put themselves in, and I, I I guess at this point we hope for the best. I wouldn't call it too unfair. I mean, this is what this kind of caliber type of player should be. This is the kind of payment that we should get results of this way. So I really don't see it as too unfair. Um, but it's definitely, I mean, look at, I, like, I don't agree either that, like, Skeletal's going to be on the chopping block. I, th- I think they're just going to see this as a year that was good, was fine, because look at we on the roster. and Next season. No, no, I'm talking next season. The f- I'm talking at the end of. The end of next if, season. If, if, at the end, if we continue with of, that, got what you're saying. Yeah, okay. if at the end of next season and Pavon didn't work out and you're not making. Oh, so much, at the very so least, much other stuff needs to not, not work out, cup, though. So much right. other stuff needs to not work out by that point. Um, right. But yeah, yeah, okay. All right, I get what you. I get your point now. Sorry, I just came back yeah. from the bathroom. No, Skelto is not on the chopping block at all this season, <laughs> and it's unfair to do that. Yeah, I, I, I forget you. Nah, nah. Um, all right, well, let's get to the Twitter questions, Lewis. All right. You wanted to ask <laughs> a question. You, you said, "All <laughs> right." It was you. You're the one. That, you're the one that posted it. So, so I, I, let me. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go through them and I'll ask you guys. No, no, no. no. Uh, I was. Well, you said you wanted to steal a question from someone, so I, and you wanted to ask us. So go ahead. Start it off. Oh yeah, but that'll be uh, that'll be at the end of the, the Twitter question portion oh of it. God. So why didn't you just tell me that in the first place? What's happening, ladies? Right. What's going on? All right. Okay. Okay. So, so we, we, he's we still mad about he's still mad about my my goalkeeper comment. You're <laughs> so uh, <laughs> stupid. So stupid. I like being the middle guy uh, though. I'm like, but look at check it out. Anyways, go on. 
I like it when you're the middle guy. <laughs> I, I do too. Oh, that's gross. Um, <laughs> I'm here for the gangbang. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't order I, any pizza either, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you need your uh, I think, fixed, I think, uh, Yeah, I think that the show title just switched from free fall into mid- the middle guy. <laughs> 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 Oh man, I was gonna say something <laughs> oh, yeah. very wrong right now. Wow. Just say it. <laughs> all right, all right. No, here we go. no, no, no. no, no I to okay, okay, to okay. okay. So first, first, first question. We're, we're gonna go ahead. Uh, Brian from Nag News actually. Uh, uh, if we're to assume that Pavon will be wearing the number ten, how productive will he be wearing the number ten? Is it just because of the number? I'm assuming because it, uh, no, traditionally when you're number it. 10, I know. you're... I know, I get it. Okay. Get it. You're the playmaker, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> I think that's what he, he kind of means. I mean, I'm yeah, not really no, sure that, that you're number 10. It, oh, you're blessed no, with an extra def- three no, goals. No, it definitely makes sense. It definitely makes sense that you were assuming We love you, Brian. We love you, Bryant. Don't worry. <laughs> you know me. I'm just an ass. <laughs> All right, go on. In the middle. Well, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> How productive is Pavone wearing the number ten? Okay, so I'll go first. I think that um, let's let's um, let's hope for the best. I'm I'm optimistic about Pavone again. Um, all of GBS's eggs are in one are in the this basket, so I think that um, having he's going to do everything he can to set him up to make sure that he succeeds. I think um, let, I'm going to go on a limb and say that. Um, seeing as that Dan Steris is still the second leading goal scorer on the team, I'm going to say that Pavone overtakes that mantle and uh, and becomes the second leading that's, goal that's, scorer that's, on the that's team. That's a lot of work. By the by the end of the year, it's not that much work. <laughs> um, but it's only Sarcasm, like five goals, bro. <laughs> uh, six goals. Um, by the end of the year, and I think that um, he also uh, finishes, let's say, top three in assists. Um, well, I'm not going to go that specific. I'm going to go and go a little more general and say that he kind of has no, uh, I'm going to go on and say that he probably has no choice, but to be productive. I I think as soon as he signed, the offense is going to run exclusively through him. I think, I think that he is going to be the, the first go-to guy before it gets to Zlatan. I think now it's you need to get the ball to Pavon that's, because he's the only one that's going to be able to get it to Zlatan. So I think yeah. by by that nature, I feel that the assists are going to be there. I think that since he's able to take players on one-on-one and he has the ability to score goals, I think that he's going to either create space for Zlatan to get open by drawing defenders out toward him or just straight up beat the defenders and take the shot on his own. I think just by nature of what Scalotto is in desperate need of, and the reason why he's going after this player, I think he's going to have, almost by default, he's going to have to be productive. Well, it's just, I hope, but I also feel like that's one of the reasons we got Alvarez. Um, I know, totally different players, but we were looking for someone that was going to pretty much draw the line of like having the ball get to, to Zlatan a little bit quicker or there would be like a second attacker or anything. And that's kind of gone blank as well. Um, I'm hoping Pavone lives up to his name. But honestly, nothing matters unless the entire team starts getting into sync. Honestly. Uh, so it can't be just him. He's not the fix at all. Uh, I think I, what I... What I 
what I anticipate is his first few games, we're not going to do well. Um, and it's going to take a second for us to actually start clicking. Uh, or if we get wins, we're going to get just by, just like we have been. And in not uh, in not pretty ways, but mostly ugly and and no and and obviously noticing that we're you know just limping through it. So I don't know. I'm not that positive. So okay, Twitter. That's my answer. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so second question comes from um, friend of the show, Madam Serrano. If DTK steals Soldano from Boca after all this back and forth. For Pavon, what type of relation do you think we'll have with Boca going forward? Now, so what he's actually alluding to is uh, uh, number nine striker, uh, Franco Soldano, who's currently playing, I think, on Olympiacos. And it seems that Boca is going to get him to replace the outgoing Benedetto. But it seems that GBS is going in here. Apparently, the rumor is that GBS is trying to swoop in and get him um, and kind of like just well, take him away from him. scouted him, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's probably uh, the guy he had on his list for a while. Possibly. Like I said, I, I think with Scloto and DDK, there's going to be plan B, plan C, plan D. So this is probably somewhere down the line. Uh, apparently, that... Uh, the galaxy and GBS are making a play for this guy. I'm not sure how true that is, but that's what the question is coming in. Um, if you're able to sweep this guy and steal him from Boca after all this drama that happened with Bavon, what kind of relationship are we going to have with Boca? Because we always thought that this was going to be an easy pipeline. Hey, Boca can just ship us players because of Skeloto. Well, we're not, we're not, um, Skeloto doesn't like work for Boca anymore. No, it's not, like we, had, it's not like we had a partnership like we did with Sao Paulo. No, that, so that, for but me, that's I not think, what I'm saying. I, 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 think, I think for me, I think if it if, was just a relationship. We sweep in, yeah. If we sweep in and take Soldano, given the way that Boca has treated the Galaxy with the transfer saga of Christian Pavon, fuck him. Oh, someone's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? You know, it's business. If they want to do business, we can well, do business with well, them. But we're not going to be friendly with them anymore. Well, like, I think that that, hurt, that friendly period. Being hurt isn't business, but I get what you're saying. Like That friendly period is over well, with, 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 uh, with Boca. Well, I see it as take your money and run and fuck it. Um, that's kind of how I see it right now, how it's happening. It's like, take, you know, like, let's get this going. Let's take this and don't need no more relationship with you. Burn bridge. Yeah. That's how it seems right now. So if they're okay with that, then all right. But I know that what Luz is saying is like we would have had like a funnel. We would have had something where we would always kind of like have a taste test of, of we, the, the players that can be being, good, yeah. great in our league. Be, be, because uh, apparently the players that played on the Scalotto want to continue playing for Scalotto. So it's not so yeah, much Yeah, it's like that the arena they, effect. Yeah, kind of. But, so you, but again, like saying, those players I, can make those decisions. It's not solely up to Boca. Yeah, but it's a lot easier when there's a relationship that works well with the actual club that has signed the player that you need. Scalotto I mean, is the, the thing is that Scalotto is still a regardless of where he goes, he's still a club legend, both as a player yeah, he's, and he's renowned. Um, he's still, he's yeah. always going to be and, renowned. and as a and as a coach. Yeah, he, he's going to go down. As one of the best Boca players, and and I, I loved watching him play for Boca Juniors. Well, that that 2000 team in the Libertadores is probably one of the best Boca teams I've ever seen ever, and I I, I can't imagine that 
the front office is not aware of that. So I feel that if this does happen, I think Boca, it does, or at least the front office, the way everything kind of went down, would feel that they're taking this personally. But as David said, I don't think they should. This is business. Like, hey, you know, I, I'm making a play for this guy. There's a reason why I want him, the same reason why you want him. So I, I think this is just part of the business. I, it shouldn't be taken personal. It's just, it is what it is. You probably won't see too many people coming out of Boca Juniors after that, to be perfectly honest. But that doesn't mean that the the pipeline to Argentina is is uh, is um, is shut because I, I feel that Scotta knows the league enough well enough to scout outside of Boca. So I, I, I well, think that yeah, yeah. I, I think and, it sounds look- the relationship a little bit, but I think business is business. If 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 the Galaxy want a particular player. Uh, from Boca, and they give the right price, then yeah, you know, money, Boca money, would be money, foolish, right? Money, money talks, papers over, right. yeah, exactly. Uh, plus, we're gonna have that Derby County, um, <laughs> we're gonna have that Derby County pipeline with Wayne Rooney going to, uh, you know, all the MLS players gonna be coming from Derby oh, County. Is that now. a pipeline that we're having now? Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, just like, just uh, again, I don't know, like I said, dude. just I don't, like I don't, the I don't, pipeline. I don't, I don't really want to um, see more English little white dudes in our in our league. They're gonna. <laughs> Little little Roonies, a whole bunch of little Roonies. I'm all right. Um, it's 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 just like the Sao Paulo pipeline. Like look how well that worked out. You know, we got what two guys. Hey man, I love um, what's his name? Junie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Juninho. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, Ooh, you talking about Alex Kazumba? Oh. <laughs> Then, are you talking? Are you talking about? Don't, don't, uh, go, don't, don't go there. Don't, don't go to your most hated Sarvas. No. Okay. What? I like Sarvas. I like Sarvas. I like Sarvas. Oh, I thought you were going to call so me out for Naldo. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Well, whatever. I mean, history. Ser- if history serves me right, I mean, I remember you guys hating hard. But go on. All right. Next question. We're good. How many more questions do we got? Uh, I believe David's, this is David's question. Oh, no, we had, we, had, we had at least uh, two more, I think. So Kenny Rosales asked... Uh, how many goals is uh, Ima Boateng going to score on this this weekend? Zero, goddammit. Ima Boateng? Uh, may assist, I though. Say, <laughs> I want to say one goal with uh, a hat-trick of assists. <laughs> a hat-trick of assists? A, a hat-trick of assists. Damn. that's Because because they're all going to Ola Kamara. He scored the hat trick. Oh, yeah. that hurt, dude. Yeah, so Emma, so Emma's going to Emma's gonna put it in a cross with his right, his left, and his papaya. Jeez, dude. If that happens, I'm making a fucking... Assist. If that happens, I'm making a little altar for, like, the memory of the galaxy. Like, it just it'll hurt me too much. <laughs> a little shrine or something with my Lego logo. Uh, <laughs> Lego, Lego logo alter. Yeah, my Lego logo alter. I like how that. Uh, okay. that's a, it's not a tongue twister, but I like how it how it rolls off the tongue. How it sounded. Yeah, Lego logo alter. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that. guys, this one this one was from Gabe Montoya. He actually posed this question to uh, straight from the stands. who recorded yesterday or earlier today. I'm not sure. Uh, no, 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 it was yesterday. Um, and they missed they missed the question. Oh, so, and they, so they so said they, they didn't answer it. So they, it. So they I'm, they I'm going to go ahead and borrow this. Too good. They didn't answer it. They thought they were too good to no, answer I think that question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they just missed it. But for me, it was it was a quick it was a quick and decisive uh, answer. 
And so, uh, so let's see. His his question to them was, if you could bring any Galaxy player back in their prime, who would it be? So you could bring back one player from the Galaxy from their Galaxy prime, oh, not wow. their like, not their not their oh, playing prime. Okay, you that's, know what I mean. That's insane. Okay, that's actually. That's a that's who, a really easy that's a really easy question. Actually. Who's it, it going to be? It, and where would they fit? Where would they fit in this team? In this team right now? For okay, me, oh. it's simple. It's I, 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 simple. There there are two players that are like that. You depending on where you want to go. This is actually a really simple answer. If you're going cross Zlatan, the answer is Beckham. If you're going for a player like Pavon, where you need a guy to create, you need a guy that's going to match or at least be somewhat on point with Zlatan's IQ, where he has to be knowing exactly what Zlatan wants, where he's going to be, and be able to get the ball to him and also be an offensive threat, it's Landon Donovan. Yeah. I think I think Donovan feels the leader role. He feels the, the offensive threat. He feels the... He, he feels the... Um, the role of having the same IQ as Latan, mm-hmm. um, mm. but he's not my number one choice. My number one choice, and like I said, it was really easy in the Scalotto system. You know who would thrive in that system? Robbie Keane. You guys both took my picks. You take Zlatan out. <laughs> Zlatan sits on the bench for Kino because he's scoring a boatload of goals in that system. Man, you guys both took my picks because it was because because <laughs> I told you the easy no no easy for, answer. for me it was it was it, it really for is for me it was you know it's two different types of plays it was the Becks you know because he could totally get the ball towards Latin as Latin can catch that shit just like birds of a feather he'd be fine but then also Keen like you, you guys are all on top of it but also if if I'm just making a pick for no reason and I just want someone really awesome to come back Campos. okay (laughs) i would love i would love to see more goalie antics you know i would love to see our goalie be all crazy and take it all the way up the field and be like what are you fucking doing oh shit yeah go (laughs) you know (laughs) i would love that shit again hurtado i don't know i'm just i'm just naming classics now el tanque hurtado follows on on twitter follows us on twitter it doesn't mean he's listening though yeah. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Especially not this far, but, far but, into yeah. the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably, he, he's gonna hit us up. Yeah, hey, I was listening to your show, and my, my. <laughs> that'd be dope. That'd be dope if you got this far, bro. That'd be amazing. Hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Yeah. yeah thank well, I, mean, I used to have him on my wall. I know that he listened. You guys remember that oh, when God, we were in high school? When we were in high school, I used to have him yeah, on my wall, school. and like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how I, I mean, that's I, how ninety six I, I, I am, bro. I think ninety six. Shut up, man! I got an Andrew shoe. I named my kid Andrew after Andrew shoe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you did landing though. You did landing. He just, he just. I was like, oh, this works. <laughs> you got really lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you got really lucky there. That's how since ninety six I am. Even, but see, there it is. Since ninety six. Because I remember calling you Mr. Galaxy back then, too, because of that. Did you? 
Shit. I think so. Wow. I mean, I, I wasn't like walking around calling you Mr. Galaxy. Like, <laughs> but, but like, oh, Mr. Galaxy. No. Are you, uh, are you I remember you used to walk around. Hello, Mr. Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had a mustache then too. I missed that. Oh my God. Like, you were like Monopoly Man. Hello, yes, Mr. Yeah, Galaxy. Monopoly Man. So that's why you're wearing a monocle. <laughs> All right, where, Another MLS Cup where, did, where did this show go? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, do we have any more questions? But, but, oh, it's late. But this is but this is the time where we lost our time. <laughs> oh, yeah. hopefully you like it more now. Hopefully, I hope you're listening. That'd be fucking. For nuts. what it's worth, if you're listening, you were my favorite player at that time, bro. No joke, dude. You were on my <laughs> wall. Really were. You were on my wall next to Carmen Electra. Oh, shit, I remember that. Uh, yes, right. You remember oh that shit? God. Remember that shit? Yes, oh. I did. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I really Holy did go back God. to 1996 yep. right now. Wow. I got transported <laughs> back to your room, Bobby. Yep. I think my maximum subscription crap. just came in, too. Oh, there we are. <laughs> Hell yeah. All your maxims, like, you're the one who got me into that <laughs> yeah, magazine, yeah, yeah. too. Wow, this... <laughs> Wow. Where did this pod go? This pod went really this Bobby's bedroom in the teenage years. <laughs> That's where it went. That's where it went. And now he's in the middle. That's where it led to. But I'm upset that I don't have a lot of my my um galaxy paraphernalia like of, stuff. of yeah, back then. Yeah. Like I'm like I don't I'm I'm pretty upset about it. I'm like, fuck, I had so many fucking cool shit and now I don't have it no more. Yeah, I remember you had a bunch of cool yeah. shit. Yeah, I, I think what like the only thing I can really remember was the inaugural MLS yearbook because I think I, I I think I ended up going to the last game that. of the season. I still have it. Mm. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah. And you have the ball. You have the original ball, the original '96 ball. Dang. Oh, I, I do that's have the. One. That's right. That's, dope. that's the one I, I missed. Do have the original '96 ball. I'm, I missed out on getting that ball, and I I hate myself for it. That's right. I didn't even think I about did that. A, I did get a pin. I got I got I got the the '96 ball pin. Which I'm super happy about. So I have that up in my office. Dope. Uh, yeah, but I don't. Re- I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. Uh, okay. I mean, I but yeah, you do. You have the '96 ball. Yeah, I do have the '96. I forgot. I remember that. that. I remember because when I first saw, I was like, "What the hell is this volleyball doing here?" Yeah, the volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like I, I honestly like that, when I see that ball. If you, if I actually have to go back and, and look for that ball, I do have it somewhere. But there's two things that pop into my mind. One is volleyball. It really does look like a like a volleyball. And the other thing is like it's just automatically synonymous with those fucking shootouts. It's yeah, automatically yeah. I think of shootouts when I see when I see that ball. Look, man, I I miss shootouts. I'm sorry, but I just do. They should dude, they should do that for the skill should, for the all star. There we they are. Should do yes, those for absolutely. For the skill the skill, dude, can you imagine throwing Nani and Rooney and like those guys? Like, okay. This is what we used to do back in 96. Go. Yep. <laughs> and dress them up like, in 96 what? gear, too. Like, you, have five seconds, you have five seconds to score. Go. Make them, make them dress and, up yeah, in 96 gear. Yeah, put them in those gear. baggy fucking jerseys yeah. so they can't run. <laughs> and sweat. They're like fucking dying of sweat just going for a penalty kick. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> like a shootout. Oh, my God. No, yeah, but dude. I have that jersey. I would love that. I have that jersey. Was it the 97 or 98? The one with the stripes? It was actually one of my favorite yeah. retro jerseys. I have that one. I remember... Uh, and if anybody wants it, I, ha- I have the 1997 jersey signed by the entire 2002 team. That's dope. Um, <laughs> I, uh, but I remember when Skins Fuegos was signing it, he he saw it, he goes, oh, like, it, the look on his face was priceless. He's like, 
fuck, I hate this jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he actually told me, like, this was, like, a bitch to fucking wear. It was so heavy, and when you're covered in sweat, like, it made you sweat so much that it just made, like, everything that much worse. And, like, the look on his face was, like, of dread, like, just oh, lo- looking at that jersey again. Damn. And then he signs it. So cool. <laughs> Damn. But, uh... Has to be a really yeah, bad so jersey to dread too. it when you look at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good year too. It was. That was a good year. I actually, I, I love that. It was probably I because of all that sweat. <laughs> <laughs> you performed because of it, bitch. You should have told him. <laughs> yeah, well, Julian. Well, everybody freaked out because Julian Rajo tweeted. Um, oh, what's this? Cry. Well, yeah, he, he, Snowflake. He, he uh, tweeted something that says like, <laughs> "Cry now so you can smile later." Okay, bring it back 96, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> that was high school days, too, all right? So, everybody, so everybody's all freaking out right now. <laughs> like, what does it mean? It's so cryptic. I don't know. I think you've just been too much at the lowrider shows. All right. Yeah, maybe. Okay, here, do we have any more right, questions? Let's get, let's get out of here, Bobby. No, let's get out of here. All right. I was, yeah, I was going to bring up the women's game. They won. 3-0, easy game for them. Oh, I didn't even see no problem. It. it was great to see the World Cup uh in you know the the women in in person at the Rose Bowl. That's nice. Other than that, you know, you guys saw the game. All right, guys. Well, episode 168. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. It, we kind of went off base there a little bit. You think? And this is Bobby. Elliot out. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button.